0: Good morning! On this bowl of Question Crunch, Mia Schubert is here to answer questions about her fantastic artwork, love of cult films, and issues between frogs and ducks. I don't think I've ever heard of anyone wanting to write duck and having fuck show up that's so <laughs> yeah and
1: i use duck all the time watch way too much british content so um when i got my first pictures of uh my daughter literally it was like two weeks pregnant because we were uh dealing with uh, infertility at the time so we were at the fertility clinic, and they're like hey you're not late congratulations you don't need us anymore so um i had all these tadpole pictures and i kept on calling her my tadpole my mom got so mad so mad at me so i'm like okay how about duck she's like okay ducks okay and of course you know it's the whole you know oh my duck you know it's a little endearment so i use duck a lot so she's my duck my 17 year old is my duck
0: (laughs) what what hold on hold what okay what is the difference between tadpole and duck that is so strange
1: I have no clue but my mother's a little twisted so I you know it, one is not cute and one can be cute and fuzzy I have absolutely no clue I've never been quite able to understand her so but duck was okay
0: no but I I, I really I really love thinking about this and trying to analyze it because a lot of people um currently currently the big thing is frogs like I see frogs everywhere yes. I'm actually making a uh, a frog piece of artwork just because I know it's popular and it's really weird to do artwork based on popularity rather than something I actually like. It's very bizarre. Yeah. Um, but So frogs are really popular right now. Um, Ducks are also pretty popular. I've seen a lot of ducks, but I feel like in the 90s ducks were more popular because Disney was like, everything ducks. Yeah. <laughs> so is it because ducks are cute and birds are cute that makes ducks okay to compare to babies?
1: I have no clue, but at that point they're not cute. They're literally they're they're just little you know alien-looking things that you know are ready to you know. But no, they're not cute. They're, so I don't know. Uh, heck, the first few months after they, co- they, they they come out into the world, they're really not that as cute every, as everybody says. They're just a little, just a little, you know, a little little horrifying. Uh, but, uh, you know, they don't get cute until about three, four when they start, you know, talking and they got all the cute little outfits and everything and you can dress them and make them little mini me's, but, uh, until then, you know, so I have no clue. I, have I mean, no ba- clue.
0: babies are cool and all, but, uh, oh. uh, whenever someone's like, Oh, do you want to hold my baby? I'm like, nah, I'm
1: cool. No, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm good. I might- yeah. <laughs> at that, at that moment, they're too breakable. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you, you, you got it. You got, look. Yeah. Oh, Aww. yeah. Oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> I think I told my nibblings that like when, 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 when they're really young and they can't talk, I'm like, huh, just wait until you start talking because then, then, then we're going to be best of friends. Once we start talking about cartoons, we're going to be cool.
1: Exactly. Then I can go and get into all the fun stuff and I can go and start, start your training young Padawan, you know, bring out all the old uh, classic cartoons, you know, all the, all the uh, Indian off things that like, you know, nobody ever shows. You know, I went. I, I, you know, my daughter watched Disney, but you know, we also watched Ghibli or Ghibli. Take your pick. I can't figure I honestly, out. Either. I honestly,
0: I <laughs> honestly have no idea. And I was really hoping that you. I was really hoping that no! when you said it, I was like, that's the correct one. Good, I know. And then you're no. like, or you know, Ghibli, whatever. i was like, no, damn it! You...
1: <laughs> I've got no clue. I, I can't felt figure so out I so comforted.
0: Either. For a split second, there was comfort <laughs> and relief. <laughs>
1: no i can't ever figure it out either every other person says it a different way so i'm like Miyazaki.
0: Uh, so yes um, that's um, exactly what i did i think we did this on a previous episode of the podcast that i was like i don't know the studio's name but i know his name is miyazaki so let's yes. stick to that <laughs> there we go it,
1: it's all good
0: so you are one of my favorite instagram uh artists to follow uh your artwork is absolutely gorgeous um the shines that you do on a characters just give it so much life. Uh, the shine and the depth that you add make everything just seem really full, really like actually having, you know, thickness to it. And it always reminds me of really classic cartoons. One of my favorite ones is you recently did Mascot March with me and your uh, Yummy Mummy, which I knew all of the serial monsters, but Yummy Mummy was not one of the ones that I just always have in my head but you put a shadow on the eye and it was just absolutely gorgeous and i was obsessed with that for <laughs> i think at least a day at the most maybe a few days i don't know i just <laughs> when i see something artistic i really love i'm like i need to think about this until i'm done
1: <laughs> no i know you go and you see something and you go ooh i didn't think of it in that way that that's i had fun with your your mascot march the 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 absolute uh, horror of of your your happy little party as I, as I trekked through the universe i'm like i loved it and, and um again that's one of the ones i i, I wasn't thinking of i definitely wanted I wanted to play with it i wanted to be true with it like when i drew the cereals i researched to make sure i got the right bits in the cereals because if i'm going to draw the cereals they're going to have the right ghosts you know or the right chocolate bits um, but I wanted it to go and be a little slightly off. Um, I had fun with the whole kind of throwback look, you know, 60s, 70s. You know, I I was born in the early 70s, so all that kind of resonates with me. Um, I had way too many, you know, funky outfits when I was little. Um, so I really loved that. But um yeah, your take was was, was great. I liked I liked the slight off uh kilt and yeah, some of those, yeah, no, no. Yeah, like it's (laughs) off.
0: I actually watched the commercial for uh, for Yummy Mummy because I didn't know I didn't know where to go, like what kind of inspiration I was gonna get. So I watched the commercials, and that's always like a good place to be. Like if I can find the voice of the character, I can make the character. And the mummy, when (laughs) his commercials always had his laugh. He's like, what was it? He said something like uh, the cereal that's good for your tummy, (laughs) and that laugh. (laughs) I was like, <laughs> I, I need to focus on this laugh. This laugh will help. And so I, I worked on making sure the characters, the character I drew had that kind of laugh. I
1: I knew I did well when I went and I was just, I'm like, look, here's Sugar Bear. Uh, because um, I meet with a group of ladies uh, that we've been meeting at the same uh, coffee house for like since our daughters were like, before they got into school. And uh, made friends that way. And when I went, I showed her Sugar Bear. She starts singing the 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 commercial, and I'm like, I've done my job. I'm like, I don't remember him nearly as well as she did, but she's like, Oh! Doo, 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 doo. I'm like, Okay, I did it. <laughs> Mascot March has been a success.
0: Um, the person who makes that, I'm I'm blinking on her name, uh, Kim. Kim, ah, damn it. Either way, uh, yes. Um, she when we were doing Mascot March last year, um. She said, oh, what you know, did you like the the art challenges? I, was like, I loved it. But there's so many other mascots that we can include, other kind of elements that we can include. And I made suggestions, and this year has had some of my suggestions. And one of my friends said, you know, I don't know all these mascots involved in this list. And I was like, that would be awesome if the whole list was a mascot that I didn't know.
1: Yes, And and I I know people are like, well, why would you want to go and do something like that? It's better when it's something like that. Give me something that I have to go and take a little research, go out there, something that, you know, not isn't in my back pocket. So I already have this idea that it has to be this. I mean, please, you know, I know he has a great big old, uh, great big old empire, but please like, don't make me draw Mickey. You know, everybody knows Mickey, very, very uh, comfortable with Mickey, you know, if you don't get. Their version of mickey they're like oh i don't like it's uncomfortable um I, I want something you know adjacent to that give me give me something you know off or odd or throwback you know that's why um when i went i i played with um smokey the bear but i didn't uh finish him up i need to go and finish him but i went back to if you've ever uh gone to um any of the the forestry services little um, open houses they give out Actual comic books with with the whole story of Smokey the Bear. And so I remember that cute little bear cub. So I had to draw the bear cub with the great gold hat. So I didn't want to do, you know, the whole, you know, only you can, you know. Uh, I didn't want to go and do the big guy, you know, the guy that's literally on all the t-shirts that the kids are wearing right now. I wanted to go throw back to that, to the actual comic book, be a little bit more obscure because, yeah, when it's more obscure, when it's something you, you aren't familiar with, that's when you actually can go and grow, and, and and get out of your comfort zone, and and I think that's when I get the most out of these uh these little prompts because yeah if it's something I've drawn 50 million times you know well I might have fun going and drawing you know Jack Skellington uh, I that that hill has already been climbed give me something different
0: and you never know what kind of history that you'll find that you didn't uh, you either forgot or didn't know about in the beginning um you brought up sugar bear i i i always knew his little jingle but i did not know that the jingle was based on a very uh, on a religious song and i also did not know that he used to punch people like he would get like that whole like uh slogan and just smack people and i'm like oh i want to draw that i want to draw his arm <laughs> becoming just buff because of uh golden crisp <laughs> yeah, he,
1: he's, he's, he's gonna he's gonna punch you with with the with, with, with all those good vitamins and that healthy, healthy cereal.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, what well, that was it. It was like vitamin-packed punch, I think it was. <laughs> Yes,
1: and yeah, yeah, no, no. No amount of vitamins could save that cereal and redeem it. I mean, it was straight-up sugar. It was, yeah. It was straight-up sugar, but it had a cute mascot. Um, <laughs> Kimberland Art.
0: Thank you. You Kimberland looked it up? Kimberland Art. Yes. Awesome. I am horrible at looking up stuff in mid conversation. I'll just be like, uh, oh, I'm just gonna throw <laughs> some syllables together and just uh, hope that I got close.
1: <laughs> it drives me nuts when I'm talking about someone because um, I, I am I am horrible for names. So yeah, when I'm in, in the middle of a conversation, it's like, uh, um, you you um yeah, that per- you know,
0: uh, Miyazaki, right?
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh! It drives me nuts. and then and then it haunts me. And so then I'm, you know doing a deep dive going and figuring out, okay, what was I looking for? Ha <laughs> ha there. And then I'll go and I'll say it later on, like uh, especially if it was during a live that I was doing you know, a draw with me or something, I'll come back and I'll go and say it again. I'm like, y'all probably have no clue what I'm talking about, but it was this. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: What has What is your art history? What has gotten you to where you are now as far as your skill with art? Okay. Help me take a drink. So, <laughs> I'm yeah, bracing have myself. To think,
1: have to think. Have to get some coffee. Have to think. Um. So back, the earliest I can remember going and drawing for money was third grade on the playground during lunchtime. I was drawing for milk money. 25 cents a pop. I was I was doing commissions on the playground. Um, I was constantly getting in trouble all the way through school, uh, drawing more than I was like paying attention to, you know, like English or math or whatnot. Um, I, I did decent grades, but yeah, I was always getting in trouble for that. Um, ran into a very awesome uh, art teacher in high school that went and uh, showed me some of the uh, graphic design side of that so that actually was was a great push there um, moved halfway through my junior year uh, out to another school and um, that, that was a funky lady she was a funky, she she would lose her pencils all all week in her hair um and like by the end of the week she'd have like five or six sitting in there she was funky but uh the one thing she really taught me was she saw me using colored pencils and you know going big and trying to make big things but i wasn't like blending absolutely any other colors It was this was pink and that was green and here was yellow and she <laughs> she took all my things away she gave me a really cool box of prismacolors and she just set me down to go and do just all sorts of color work so here is you know all the cross complementaries and the blends in between. And here's, uh, you know, uh, going from red to pink and just, oh my, she had me going and working on that for months, but it was the best thing ever. I thank her so much. Again, we go back to, I can't remember names, but she was awesome for that. Um, Then I happily went to college for a bit. Um, Then uh, finances came up. and uh, went and and left. I was originally gonna go for, um, I was going to go to go and become a a teacher and I I believed in the one kid a year will go and make it all worthwhile for art. And um, I got into some of the student teaching and I flipping hated it. I flipping hated it. At that time, there was so much push for the inner psychology. Of the student and the teacher and because he picked up his pencil and put it on the right hand side of the table and he's hispanic and he was drawing uh, a, a box of cereal it means this and it was all like reading stereo instructions to me it did not make any sense so it just took all the joy out of trying to go and do any of that so finances got tight i'm like you know i'm out because i was Trying to go and figure out a new way to go with that. Um, and so I ended up with, let's see, Y2K. I was one of those people going and upgrading your computers. I was in an in house uh, computer department for a title and escrow company. So I went and I did that. I was a title assistant for a while. I cut fabric at uh, Joann's. Um, I worked at Disney for in the uh, costuming department, opened the Hercules uh, braid. Um, I went just about everywhere but art. And I just, like, I stopped for the longest time. And uh, then I went, I, we finally got blessed with my daughter after 10 years of trying. And um, then when she was going to school, you know, kindergarten, I'm like, "Ah, existential crisis. This is going to end sometime. I'm like, what am I going to do now after that? Uh, Because I was lucky. I was lucky to go and be able to stay at home. So I'm like, I got to do something else. I'm like, let me go and try drawing again. I was pretty good once upon a time. Oh my gosh, because it had been so long. The curve was so big. Oh, I had to go back to learning all my, my fundamentals again and just working on on um, absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. Um, met you around that time. And I'm like, I remember why I liked art. Um, I loved illustrations. I loved comic books. I loved um, just the graphicness of all that. So I'm like, ha 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 ha. So let me go and find out ways I can go and take this with me. So I went and I got my my fabulous pencil, just like Jimmy has, the little the Evis. I'm like, when I saw, it, I went, I when I saw you going to use it, I'm like, what is that? So so I went, I, I looked really hard. one uh, comic uh, pre comic book day. And got my Sharpies all out. And uh, then I went, I got uh, a bunch of uh, watercolor markers, cheap ones, because, uh, you know, your materials should not keep you from making. And uh, got out there and just started drawing. Went with big notebooks and then got smaller notebooks and then went all the way down to five by seven uh, cardstock, uh, little uh, craft paper cardstock and uh that went and forced me to really think about composition what up you know what can I get on there that's going to be clear that's going to be readable that's going to have that punch of you know like a frame of a comic book and uh get it down there and uh you know let's see about seven years after I started that I got into a pocket where I felt really confident and I went to a uh, art show, my very first one in Upland, and I happened to be right next to Miss Eva Lacey, Critorosity. And we got talking and next thing you know, I got invited to Isle of Magic and then it just all kept on rolling from there. And I haven't looked back and it's been absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. So uh, yeah, my my journey has been far and in between and all sorts of places, but I'm I'm really happy where I am now.
0: It's interesting that you said that you got the the, the space of the space of your art got smaller and smaller because a lot of people who work in small spaces, you see that they get uncomfortable about cropping something out where they'll get smaller in a hand or a head and it's deformed just because they don't want to go over the edge and it's frustrating because I always tell people, I'm like, don't worry about it. It, it can go over the edge. It can, yeah. it can get cropped. It's, it's, it's out of the POV. When you take a photo of someone, it's the shoulder can be gone. It's fine. You don't have to have a full shoulder. You don't have to scrunch your character just so everything fits. Yes. And your artwork, it never feels cramped. It never feels, it never makes me feel claustrophobic. In fact, I think that. Because you figure out exactly what you want in the small frame, it it feels very alive for me. I feel like the lines and the colors and every every element that you put in this artwork really. I don't think that it, I think that if it was a bigger piece, it would not feel as alive for me. I don't know. It's
1: yeah, I yeah, I don't want you know the the cinematic long shot you know of of the the uh, whole party going over the. the know traveling from the shire that's not my my thing i want to draw there's a lot of people that go and do that creepy old cinematic uh long shot and it's beautiful i would rather go and have the up close personal shots you know where where they're coming in to go and tell you exactly this is what this character is about this is what this moment is about um i've again way tons of, of uh you know, early cartoons, uh, tons of comic books. Um, I love cinema, like there's no tomorrow. Um, and the, just those little, min, you know, little bits when you come in and you you get that that little spark that you know, ha ha. That's this moment. That's this character. You know, this is you know them them being you know afraid, sad, goofy, um, and you can see it in their eyes. You know more than. You know how they're standing, or, 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 or you know, their, their wacky, you know, yellow, yellow suit. I'd rather go and have it, you know, right there in the eyes. And, and it makes, it makes sense for me. I like it. I like that. It.
0: Is something that will, that will stay with me for a while when I'm thinking about your artwork. Cause, uh, I, I, you've seen Princess Frog, right? Oh, yeah. There's a scene on there when Naveen is talking and he's like, uh, I'm, uh, incredibly handsome. Okay. And it continues on with the sentence, but when he gets to OK, he kind of like that you have this split second of really an adorable position, an adorable face. And I love his little OK in the mid sentence. And so I'm going to really compare that to your art because there's amazing artwork in that movie. But there's that one <laughs> seemingly insignificant moment that's really close up and just really special to me that I'm I think that that is a good way, a good comparison to your artwork, The what I love about your artwork. Thank you. Um, So what is your process then when you're designing that, when you're trying to figure out like exactly what kind of scene that you want?
1: Um, So I like going back to a story. If there's not a really good story behind it, it just doesn't make any sense. So like even when I'm drawing out in the wild at my local uh, copy house, Something has to spark me, you know, the The person there has like I went I drew a picture of somebody and I turned them into a bat. OK, but this person was this little itty little thing, big old eyes, gigantic yellow hoodie, and you could just barely go and see them underneath all of that. And they just reminded me of, you know, just this little bat, you know, kind of all covered up and it was so cute like Flipping up upside down the night when I did that. And, um, you know, if it's, uh, you know, if I'm going to go and do uh, Leia, to me, she's always strong, um, kind of on, on that sly, kind of that little, that little wink, nudge. And I know what I'm doing, so get the heck out of the way. So I'm never going to go and draw her super soft. Or I'm never going to go and draw her... You know with with, uh you know just you know the extra although they've taken 50 million pictures of her as uh slave leia that was not her idea not the funnest uh part that she's ever had so i'll I'll always go and have her with a with uh her pistol or you know uh in a in a you know right before she goes and takes that step off into you know motion and, and getting into something um if I'm going to draw uh, a bad guy, oh my gosh. Uh, you know, I like going in, you know, we like making faces at ourselves. So I'm gonna go and try to go and get the goofiest, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll be sitting there, you know, taking 50 selfies of myself in, in, the, uh, in the mirror, uh, going to get, trying to get, you know, a really crazy look, you know, if, if it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, just, a, you know, one of those uh, mad scientist, ha wow, moments. I'm really going to go and try to go and push that to go and really get that through. Because remember, I'm, I'm not going to doing the whole, uh, the whole body. I'm just doing a portrait. And so I have to really get that through. So yeah, 90% of the time, it's me going and mugging and making faces at myself in in the mirror, trying to go and figure out first, let me go and get that expression. Right. And then the other half, if I happen to have a hand in the, in the photo, in, in the, in the frame, That's me going and holding a million things to go make sure I put my thumbs on the right sides and it's got it's being held correctly. So yeah, I've got 20 million. If you look at my phone, I've got 20 million pictures of my hands and 20 million pictures of me going, yeah, mugging in in the uh, in in the bathroom.
0: I've got so many photos of my hands.
1: (laughs) You do everybody thinks that we like have some like kind of like flipbook for this. We don't, we have these and these are free and we don't have to pay for them. And yeah, you can go and take 20 million pictures of them and look, then you have a reference. And sometimes, sometimes every now and again I'll have my daughter do it and she'll look at me like, like just stand there for a second, hold this, turn, 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 stay there. Okay. Thank you.
0: I made you, you could do this one thing.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, that makes a whole lot of sense that uh, you're more focusing, that you start out with the emotion of the character before anything else. I love that. That's interesting.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and also, uh, what was it? You compared your artwork to uh, you don't want to do the big landscape, the whole scrawling <laughs> horizon yeah. of yeah. Uh, them going through. Uh, what 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 was it you said? You said uh, the, leaving
1: the, the, the party going going off, leaving the Shire and, and okay,
0: cool. Traveling. Across. So you want you want to stay in Hobbiton? You want to stay in the yes. Hobbit Hall, the small little snug little. I, I want to
1: see their fuzzy little feet.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> you know, I want I want to go and see you know that that pipe you know uh, with the pipe smoke swirling a- around uh, you know Gandalf's head. I want to go and see you know um, Arwen you know with 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 uh, you know looking you know, looking all, all fabulously uh, elfin. Uh, I don't want to go and, you know, I don't want to go and have, do the, the the long shot, you know. We already kind of have that. I want to go and get the, what are they thinking? What are they doing? What are they planning? What are they plotting? That's more fun to me.
0: So when this episode goes up, it will be Earth Day. Um, mm-hmm. And one of my favorite Earth, uh, Earth Day? People? No, one of my favorite... Uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Planet is uh, Captain Planet. Um, if Captain Planet got a gritty reboot, who would play them?
1: See, now my first in- instinct is, uh, say, Bruce Campbell, but then that's for most things. But uh-huh. I'm going to say Jensen Ackles, a la Supernatural. I could see him, you know, he's taken baby and he's changed her over to biodiesel, you know. Uh, he's got his network of, you know, misfits. You know, over here's, you know, the 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 little uh, computer hacker. You know, his uh, his, you know, uh, little kit now has, you know, a bunch of, of counters and, and um, geigers and such. You know, but but yeah, he he's out there driving around, you know, with, with his with his uh, little jacket. You know, eating pie, saving the world.
0: <laughs> Does he still have like a crop top?
1: That would be funny, but I no, See, you'd have to go and put Sam into that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I don't think Jensen would be down with that.
0: I like it that your first one was Bruce Campbell because I feel like I've I feel like I have a conversation of Bruce Campbell a <laughs> lot during this podcast. I want to well, go back and like get all the edits of all the times we mentioned Bruce Campbell <laughs> or Army of Dark Darkness, because I think that we've done a lot. <laughs>
1: there it would be it would be a highlight reel. Um well, because Bruce is awesome, and, and uh, Army Army of Darkness, uh, my husband went and uh, proposed to me during the Army of Darkness. So it's got a special place, place for me.
0: I went to the Renaissance Fair yesterday, and there were three ashes. I ran into three ashes. <laughs> and I'm like, is there a, an anniversary or something? Because this is way too strange. many ash. It was very strange. Because I went by the first one, and I was like, ah, cool. That's an, an awesome idea to have him here at the Renaissance Fair. And I saw another one, and I was like, all right. And I saw another one. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's odd because usually, what I'll run into lately, what I've seen, well, as late as the last time we they went, and they were open. Um, I would run into always a few doctors. So there
0: was a TARDIS. I'm
1: like, okay. Then, then you run to TARDIS. Okay, like, okay.
0: I've the, the like I've seen. It's funny because like, I I see a lot of nerds pick characters that would make sense that they are here. Um, the doctor makes sense of going back in time. Um, Star Trek is also cool because either, uh, they're going back in time or they're on a planet that's way behind theirs. Who knows? Um, the ones that I remember, and I haven't seen them in a while, but there used to be, uh, back when I worked at a Renaissance fair, I would every now and then see a stormtrooper. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. You're way out of place. Why is a stormtrooper at the Renaissance fair?
1: (laughs) And, And if so, we need to burlap you. (laughs) head to toe Um, yeah no that one yeah that one doesn't make any sense that was just somebody who went and made the whole armor and they're not in the 501st and they really really want to wear it out Um, (laughs) uh, it's like we've got cons for you Um, no yeah that one doesn't make sense but yeah Trek uh, the Doctor, Ash all those all those I'm down with
0: I'm pretty sure I've seen a Bill and Ted I'm pretty sure I have
1: but that's okay they, really? they run into the princesses although this is the renaissance fair not the medieval fair if we are going to be correct those princesses were medieval princesses plenty hats. so i'm just saying we're gonna be
0: <laughs> get a right time travel
1: exactly <laughs> come on if you're gonna be geek, go all the way in
0: <laughs> um when I was thinking about this question, when I was thinking about like Earth Day, I was thinking of all the different kinds of uh, uh, pro planet, pro environment movies, and um, it really, I, I feel like not enough people watch Ferengali or have seen Ferengali, and I feel like that movie is kind of getting forgotten because I don't see it a lot on streaming services, and I feel like it's such an important movie to watch as a kid. Mind you, I feel like there's a lot of sexy scenes in Ferngully that I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know
1: anyway. But as a kid, you don't pick up on them. You don't pick up That's on them. I as think. an adult, you pick up on them. You go, <laughs> hey. Uh, kind of like a Bugs Bunny, you know, cross-dressing. You go, ooh, Bugs, you're being a little, you're being a little out there. Um, I love Ferngully just because we go back to um, Robin Williams. Hello. Um, then you've got, like, it was Christian Tim Curry. Curry. Tim Christian Curry. Slayer? Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Christian Slayer. Was it, wasn't he the human?
0: uh no
1: no who was i think
0: i think you're it was one of, of the brat pack yeah but i think you're thinking of uh krista's fairy friend
1: okay there you go thank you, you. thank you yes you're right the fairy friend the one that was always going in and uh bopping him and beating see him. see you later zach yeah there you go yes i'm like i got the wrong one got the wrong guy in the movie there was only a couple of them but um yeah no that one was great i love i have... Go back to I, I like it, and of course I've showed it to my daughter just if anything, just to go and show her all the Batty Coda parts.
0: I remember uh, when one of my fr- when whenever I hear someone say and you know
1: yeah man sorry
0: I'm just <laughs> my my mind's strained because I'm like uh, I, whenever I heard a friend that has not seen Ferngully I'm like I gotta show you Ferngully it has to happen I need more people to know about this cartoon, and now I'm thinking I don't know if my nephew or niece have seen Ferngully. And now they're at an age that they would actually appreciate and understand the movie. I'm like, ah,
1: you're falling down on the job. You're falling down on the job.
0: COVID has kind of made me have a hard time (laughs) keeping on the job.
1: It is. It's been hard. Um, My daughter, of course, because I've watched, shown her, you know, all the classics of just about everything. Uh, She's written wrote a list, like, uh, especially with horror movies. So like, she put down like the Birds, Carrie, you know, Halloween. Uh, all these different ones and was going through with her friends. Have you seen this? Have you seen clue? Have you seen uh, um, the never ending story? You know, have you seen Heather's, you know, and she's going through them all and each one that hasn't seen one of those, she's like, come over. We will watch it together. You will know. Um, She went, she did a, a, a a little double header. She went, she did 10 things I hate about you and night's tale. Had to go and get the Heath Ledger thing. Yeah, Billy Heath Ledger. Um, they recently went and did that, and yeah, she she's bringing all her friends up up to speed. She's like, "Have you seen Lost Boys? Okay, come over. We will watch."
0: How old is your sister?
1: How How old is your daughter? She's seventeen. Okay, but this is, is what that? she wants to do when she grows up.
0: How is that with, like, because you you're a super nerd. Yeah, you could <laughs> tell that from any bit of your art. Uh, that you're a super nerd. If anyone doubts your nerdiness, it's nonsense. Because you can see really obscure stuff in your artwork. And I love it. Whenever I see obscure stuff, it gives me life. I absolutely <laughs> love seeing obscure, nerdy, practically forgotten characters. It's fantastic. How do her, fr- her friends, how do they respond to movies that are not necessarily... or or are kind of outdated Uh, Um, some
1: of them are outdated some of them are painfully outdated when they do i do like disney and i go and put the disclaimer understand some of these are really really backwards um for that reason i personally haven't shown them 16 candles i just it makes me cringe but we've watched pretty in pink and we've watched breakfast club um but uh For the most part, they've they've been pretty cool. Uh Heathers went and twisted them the most. They're like, I did not oh my gosh, I didn't think. And then um, oh my gosh, uh the one friend she had they had such a wonderful conversation, actually. It was really a really uh productive conversation about footloose. Uh when uh the scene at the behind the bleachers in the uh over at the football field when um the the when they go and they have uh, the fight and she goes after the, uh, the truck and they were just, the one friend was absolutely floored. Oh, you can't do that. And I'm like, but it, it does. And she was, she was pretty, pretty, uh, she was pretty taken back by that, but yeah, they had a wonderful little conversation about what's right, what's wrong and what the heck they would have done to him. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was great. So uh, yeah, uh, most of them now know all of our nerdy references because my husband and I talk in movie quotes. So uh, now when when they go and they hear us go and talk in movie quotes, they go, "Hey, I know that." I'm like, "Exactly."
0: I'm I, I don't I my my nephew and niece are <laughs> I think they they're not even ten, so I don't get to be around like uh, high schoolers to see how high schools were high school to see how high schoolers respond to movies like Lost Boys. That's absolutely fascinating. I love hearing that they respond well and they accept the pop culture education that your daughter has put yeah. them through.
1: <laughs> nothing but giggles through the whole- uh, uh, fire Sexy lift, Sax? Uh, sax scene Yeah. Lost Boys. Yeah, nothing but giggles <laughs> like, what the heck was that? But yeah, most of the rest, they, they were right there with them, especially with the Corys. And I'm like, oh, the Corys.
0: <laughs> Have they seen Return of Oz yet?
1: Uh, yes. It, okay. but that one was fairly early, although uh, it's, we go back to it. It's one of the spookier uh, shows, so it's not shown nearly enough. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was one of the earlier ones that we uh, watched a Never Ending Story. Uh, a lot of those we went pretty, pretty early. I went, I broke out Star Wars rather early, and unfortunately, they all love Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I'm like, I'll oh, well, allow that. You were young. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of those when came out came out early, so yeah, they were they they do love them. So uh, now now we're getting into things like Rocky Horror, so Ooh. that's uh, that's fun. And I had to go and explain the whole bit about Rocky Horror, and I'm like, and this is what would happen, and this is what you would do. And I went, I showed like some YouTube videos of people at a midnight showing, and I'm like, if you don't understand, it's not nearly as fun. Uh, but they've all they've all like they're so excited with it. We've only gotten about through halfway through it with most of the time because we'll watch it always gets pulled out like at the end of the night before right before they all go home. So I'm like we have to do like a sleepover. Y'all gotta have a sleepover and we'll just go and do it and we'll watch all of it and then we'll go to like Denny's or something.
0: Rocky horror is a weird one. Uh, I'll usually when anyway. I wh- In the before times, before the pandemic, whenever I have like a Halloween party, Rocky Horror would always be at the end, just so I can try to start getting rid of people. Because (laughs) a lot of people, a lot of people, if they're not fans, it's a slow and weird movie.
1: Because the whole
0: part where he's like pulling the switches and he's like, twist the knobs three times. It takes so long compared to current movies where it's everything has to be very fast and meaningful and precise. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's see who can't handle this era of movie.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, Yeah, my girls went uh, all through. I I call them all my girls. Uh, They all uh, went on a Timra Curry uh, kick. So uh, we've watched, of course, Clue and um, Oscar and all these uh, movies with him in it just because they're like, okay, you have to go and show me who this person is. And I'm like, well, here I've got all these movies. You can watch all of them and then we will watch Psych and you can watch them there too.
0: Can you do a Tim Curry impression?
1: I wish, man. Uh, Tim Curry is, no, it is too iconic, man. I, I've hey, got... now, now
0: you're going to try just a little bit of Tim Curry?
1: Oh my gosh. It's more, it's all the look, man. He's got that look that, that goes and tells you you're an idiot and off. I mean, really and truly, really, he does. It's just the, and <laughs> he he gives you that smile, and just you wish you, wish always, you were me.
0: I always feel like uh, whenever I do Tim Curry, I think of two things. I think of one, uh, his laugh reminds me of a duck eating uh, eating a food, eating a big food. Because I'm always like, you know how ducks like throw their head back. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or uh, you have to hit a syllable. You have to like. I feel like his voice stays on a syllable for way too long. Like, yes. I think of uh, P- uh, Muppets Treasure Island, where I'm like, uh, stand back, lads, it's my only number. Yes,
1: <laughs> the over the over pronunciation to go and let you know I know how to say these words correctly. And you don't. <laughs> I own the English language. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly, there we go. The, the stretching out one syllable where the you're like, way all over,
1: right. <laughs> yes.
0: The English In language.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: What has been one of your favorite experiences while exhibiting at shows?
1: Oh my gosh. So it was probably my very second um, Isle of Magic. And so I had done the first one. So I kind of knew what was I was expecting. It was uh, still growing and getting bigger. And somebody came up to my table. And... I was busy talking to somebody else. My husband tapped, tap, tap. And I'm like, what? And literally there's a person in front of me. She was so excited. She was practically hopping foot to foot. She followed me on uh, Instagram. And here I was in person. And I'm like, I don't even do anything. That's like, I'm like, thank you. I felt so, I have never, I had up until that point, I had never met anybody who was like, just so excited to go and meet me me because you know oh my gosh and they were going to go and buy something of mine and they were so excited and she only had just a little bit but uh, and she was only there for a short time but like she came for me I'm like there are literally Disney artists in the room but you came for me and I'm like yay I'm like after that I'm like yes I'm an artist thank you very much <laughs> it was so cool i have never had that before and it was just And she brought her little sister with her and I was just so I'm Okay, I'm like, yes. I was so so very excited.
0: I have such a hard time, and I don't want a listener. I don't want a listener hear this episode and like, oh, cool. That's how I get free shit from Jimmy. Um, <laughs> I have a hard time selling stuff to like hardcore fans like that because they're they they love my artwork so so much, and I'm like, all right, cool. You want some free shit here? I got this drawing. I got this thing. You want this? There, here's another one. I don't know. Here's a skinner. <laughs> You, have, you actually love my artwork. I want you to continue. I want you to be
1: happy. Here's my stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I went and I gave her a discount that day. Because like I said, she only had just a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah uh, some, of my, some of my stuff that I like, I hold near and dear. And, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time into and it just hadn't found its home yet. Um, when it finally does, I'm like, I give you a deal. I'm like, you love it. I love it. I love that you love it. I'm like, I give you a deal. Because yeah, you want you want your your art to go and like be out in the world. I don't um, like it's especially like hard with my family. My uh, the younger ones understand it, but the older ones, especially, it just doesn't make sense. It's like art to go and do arts and do it seriously. You have to be hanging in a gallery. I, I don't necessarily want to do that. I don't want to gallery. I don't want to be just for. Certain people. Hello, Mer. How are you doing? Cat. Um, <laughs> he's like, you're not paying attention to me. Cat butt. Um, uh, Ooh,
0: I did not see any cat butt uh, when you said hello. And then all of a sudden there was like a pattern at the bottom of the yes. screen that was just moving past. <laughs>
1: she, she, she did a Jaws. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, I just you know, I want it to be out there. I want it, you know, to be accessible, I, you know, uh, that's why I like it, all things pop. And that's why, I, you know, I love fan art and I love the odd and obscure. And uh, I don't like the gatekeeping that's in, in uh gallery. So I would much rather go and just, you know, you like making art, make art. I like making art. You want this in your house? Here, please don't go and buy, you know, the, the, the print that's, you know, 50 people have on their walls that they've all bought from, you know, Walmart, not that, you know, the artists that go and make things like that, they all have a purpose too. But um, I'm not staging a house. So please live within your space and make it your space. If you want to go and put up, you know, 20 pictures of Totoro, you know, please do it. If you want to go and, you know, have Tim Curry as a as, uh, Frankfurter on, you know, next to the kids' pictures from uh, elementary school. Do it. You know, I the funkier, the better, and uh, yeah, I really, art needs to be in every home, and it needs to be uh, an active thing, and when it, when people stop thinking of it as it has to be this, this thing that has to be in these white walls, uh, being, uh, you know, curated by someone who goes and decides what's uh, you know worthy and what's not it, it, art dies and then people don't think about that there's artists out and we, we live in the wild you know amongst you um, and then it's just too it, it it's too you no know, it's too separate from from everyday life and art should be part of everyday life you know
0: I agree completely and I feel like one of the things that uh, one of the issues I have with uh, the gatekeeping of a lot of art is that. When you when you tr- when you finally get it through to someone that art is your, your access to the imagination and with the imagination, you can. There is no limits to your imagination. I know that's a cliche, but it's true. And so whenever I tell people, you know, when I teach people how to draw like a certain animal or something, I'm like, you don't have to stick to these rules. You can make the nose as big as you want it because there is no rules to your imagination. Be silly, be strange. You said that Frankenfurter next to the kids' photos, yeah, do it. There's no <laughs> rules to that. Whatever society, whatever rules society is given, that's those aren't real. <laughs> and if you're in your own private home inside your own private head, go nuts with it. Don't worry, if no one's getting hurt, you're good. <laughs>
1: Exactly. That's why sometimes I cringe at some of these, uh, you know, these, these home decorating shows and whatnot. It's like, please don't. I hate those. Because, I
0: hate them hard. <laughs>
1: because then it's like that you have to have the candles next to this and then you have to have that with that. And oh, please don't go and add this and don't add that uh, the girls, as I was talking about.
0: I saw that. Um, Are they going to go see a movie? Uh,
1: no, actually, they're going to go in and probably go and scroll into my daughter's room for a while. And uh, then we're going to go in and... Uh, break out an escape room game and we'll go and we'll do that uh, my my uh, family and uh, all my girls love love escape rooms like there's no tomorrow uh, we've personally as a family we've done over 80 uh rooms in person and then we have all the different games and such you can go and buy and do at home so i,
0: I would much rather do it at home i don't like <laughs> you, even even though it's fake and you can leave whenever you want i'm just like there's too much anxiety no thank you
1: <laughs> yeah uh we've gotten a little into a little bit of the horror but for most part it's all it has to be puzzle rooms it has to be fun funky uh different uh you know here's a a a fun you know here's a circus fair here's a magician's room uh we've done a a harry potter themed one where we had to literally mix potions to go and get out uh yeah so it, it has to be fun and funky
0: that's rad um and Whenever... I I
1: bring all the young ones to go and do all the crawling.
0: <laughs> so one time when I watched a uh, Doug, I noticed that there was a shadow underneath their chin. And I had no idea that my, that my mind was subconsciously getting that and put it in my comics. And I was like, when I watched Doug, I was like, Oh, that's where I got that. That's weird. Okay, cool. All right. Now I know where that inspiration came from. Um, And I feel like I'm not going to I'm not going to mention what I think what your artwork reminds me of. I've already listed different uh, comparisons, but I want to ask you before I mention my guess. But what inspires your style?
1: Okay, so um, like I said, I've uh, read so many comic books. There is no, no such thing as too many. So my comic books um lots of like some of my earliest um memories is going to the store and buying ill, uh you know um illustrated books with my uh great-grandmother um the all the early cartoons um so all of that uh really really goes and um and inspires me to go and, and make um story story too but like like you said you go and you you soak in and you pick up stuff and you go i didn't realize that that's why i do that but um like the i know from going and seeing all the illustrations like from oh my gosh from way back when um you know we're talking basic things like cat in the hat and bill pete and um uh, all the I had uh, this wonderful uh, Strawberry Shortcake book that I, I loved that came out two years before anything Strawberry Shortcake came out, but it was all watercolors, and it was so gorgeous. Uh, so all that uh, calls to me, and that's I know that's why I go and I use my uh, little uh, Prismacolor white uh, to go and, and do over, to go and finish all the, all the soft highlights at, when I finish, um, but uh, all all that, and then, like I said, oh my gosh, I've watched stop At, uh, motion animation. I do, uh, like I said, all the classic cartoons. I love all those classic cartoons, especially if we go back to all those crazy, crazy expressions. Uh, that's definitely from there. Um,
0: do you have an example of like the crazy, exp- uh, you don't have to do them. You don't have to do them physically. <laughs> uh, do you have any specific cartoon that you're thinking of when you think of a crazy expression from, uh, back in the day that inspires your work?
1: Crazy expressions. I'd have to go and say, uh, more than, you know, most any of the others I'd have to go back to definitely, uh, to like Looney Tunes, man. Um, Looney Tunes were, were, were it, you know, while everybody was, you know, fawning over going and, uh, doing the, uh you know, all the Disney princesses. I, I loved my Looney Tunes. Give me those over anything else. You know, I had a uh, Schwinn bike that had a great big flag on the top of it and it had uh, the Roadrunner on it when I was little. So, you know, give me those guys. I, I loved those the best. And then, oh my gosh, all the Hanna-Barbera. Oh my gosh, I lived with them, all that. You know, I watched Scooby-Doo and, um, oh gosh, the, the little dune buggy and um wacky racers jo- yeah oh the wacky racers too and then uh josie and the pussycats i mean all of them i, I watched all of those all of those and um the oh my gosh uh, then with all the 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 crazy uh, the funny um little twists in- and and um my early ideas for going to and and what was funny and, and turning things on its head was was uh, going to watch an electric company after school too you know. Uh, my mom, you know, put me put it on for, for uh, you know, Sesame Street, but I was watching it for The Electric Company, uh, so.
0: <laughs> the reason why I, met, I mentioned uh, something specific is because your artwork always reminds me of Don Bluth. Um, I feel yeah. like. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like a lot of cartoon characters, uh, there's rules, even when they squash and stretch, I feel like they focus too much on being a solid form. And I feel one of my favorite things about Don Bluth is that the bottom jaw, whenever they're talking is just ridiculously exaggerated and they just have no rules as how far you can stretch in a Don Bluth film. It's just ridiculously fluid. And there's a lot, there's also a lot of shine and twinkle in Don Bluth films. And so whenever I see your highlights on things and the highlights that you'll put on a detail of, uh, I think you drawn the most beautiful Chewbacca I've ever seen because (laughs) you focus on every strand of hair and it's gorgeous. And I was like, I want to hug that Chewie, man.
1: (laughs) I love that. I love, I love going and doing that. It breeze, my gosh. But yeah, I love, I love all the contrast in the, and, and in the blues. I mean, there's just so much contrast. I mean, there's never being afraid of using tons of color and going super dark and super bright. And like you said, all a lot of the rules are broken. You know, you have all sorts of wacky colors. You've got uh, all the the crazy the crazy expressions, the extra stretching. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I'm like, now I want to go and watch. Uh, We're back, the dinosaur tale.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just little- feel like I feel like the 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 uh the fact that your characters are so alive in that small little space just makes me think of Don Bluth with so not not. They're not even moving, and it's not its not that dynamic. They're in this, like, one little place, but it's so alive and so fantastic. Yes. I love your work. Um, what has been one of your favorite pieces of artwork, re- recent
1: artwork? Recent artwork. Um, oh, my gosh. So I went I had, you know, I had a ton of fun going and doing um, Mascot March. That was, it took me out of it. And then when I was doing that, in the midst of that, somebody went and asked me, to go and do some cartoon network. So I went and I pulled out and we went, we did um Mojo Jojo. And I because I like doing draw with me's live. I I, I have fun with that. Uh, it's one of the things I really like doing. So I went and I brought out um Mojo Jojo. And then everybody's like, Oh, we need Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Oh, we need Dexter's Laboratory. We need all these. So I went, I pulled them all out, and that's not a I do. I don't go and do this um, very flat two d. I don't do um, you know, anime type. Uh, so it really made me stop and rethink of how to go and make these characters turn and move. I'll go and I'll take a little little um, I'll do a search online and you know on my phone you've got the little it'd be little thumbnails. I'll go and take a quick clip of that because I don't want anything more detailed than that because I don't want to go and be rendering exactly. I want to know, okay, he has a flip of his hair here and these are his colors, but I don't want to go and do exactly. So that way I could go and get a hint. So I go, okay, and now I want to go and change it. So I always have to, now I have to go and try to turn this character, which a lot of those don't ever turn. The faces don't ever turn. The nose is always over here, off to one side. So it's, look, uh, that's, it's little, literally a zigzag three. That, that's, all, that's all you have there. Okay. So I had to go and look at what makes each character that, and then try to figure out how to go and change it and turn it to be mine. So that really pushed me on, okay, how can I go and make these mine? How can I go and give that texture that I like? You go back to, like you said, Chewbacca with every last hair, you know, detailed there's not that much room for me to go and get away with anything on those characters they are it's like a stamp that's all they're all they are so that really pushed me out of my comfort zone and I really was happy with uh, how how it, they turned out and where I went with it and we go back to uh, I found ways to meet it I found ways to go and me it and it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun
0: What social media of yours should folks follow?
1: People should follow my Instagram. So it's underscores in between each word. So it's draw me in art by, and then I thought it'd be clever to go and save room. And I put Mia Schubert all together. So it's M-I-A-S-C-H-U-B-E-R-T, just like the composer. So it's draw me in art by Mia Schubert. Um, If you want to go and find out what I'm doing, absolutely everywhere else, that's great if you want just a quick snapshot of what i'm doing twitter because i'll go and i'll try to put uh, just still photos there um if you go over to tiktok i'm just reposting my stuff that i just went and spent uh my real day when i just spent you know 15 minutes on over on instagram i'm just reposting it there so it's just another hey if you didn't catch it here it's over there um but yeah instagram follow me on instagram that's that's where you'll find out where you know where i'm going to do a show what i'm up to lately um, my stories, you know, hey, here's me working on this, here's me working on that. Uh, you'll go and you'll see the most of everything that I do is on there. And then um, I go and I put a lot of my work in progress there and I try to, I try to go and post every single day there. So that that's, it's like Inktober. It's a goal we're always working for.
0: On your Instagram, it led me to your website. And on your website, it says something along the lines of... Uh... Uh, you always like to start a day with a cup of coffee and drawing with a cup of coffee. And you've also mentioned uh, meeting up with your friends at the local coffee, uh, coffee shop. Uh, what coffee shop is your favorite? What, what's, what, what is this co- magical coffee shop that you're talking about?
1: Well, this magical place that I am uh, most uh, mornings is over at Victoria Gardens at Starbucks. It's not very... Not, not the, the... It's... The most local, most centralized place, and it's where i went, when I've stopped and I've I've you know I found my little bat girl with 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 the hood, um, and I'll do a lot of people watching like I would just sit there and I'd be drawing and you know here's somebody ooh they found it in- interesting ha-ha, <laughs> you're my next victim, um, you know uh but uh you know it's life drawing class right there, and, and it was free to go and sit and I could get free refills so that was even better, um. But uh, I like going, I like what I call wandering. So my husband and I will go and we'll we'll take off in a general direction and go wandering and find new places to eat, new comic book shops, uh, new pastry places, pie places, um, and wander around and try to go and find something interesting. So if I can find an indie little little one-off coffee house, I'd much rather go to those because then I'll go and I'll ask, hey, what I like this, this, and this. What should I get? And they'll go and they'll say, Oh, well, then you have to have this. And I'll say, Okay. And then I'll go and just get it because if it's at home, I'm boring it. It's it's give me a blonde roast with, with uh, some steamed nonfat and a, two Splenda. But if I'm out and about, I'm like, Oh, that does sound interesting. Yes, yeah, so I want the full fat, extra sugar whipped cream with with sprinkles on top. Yes, give me that one. Um. So if I can, I love I love going to little indie odd little little coffee houses. Those are the most fun, but where I'm at most of the time just cuz it's it's local for all of us we're right there.
0: I be, be, be in the before times, before COVID. In the before uh, times. I love I loved going to coffee shops and drawing. Uh, coffee Clash was always one of my favorite places to hang out and draw. Um I love roaming around Claremont. Claremont village is a fun place to roam around. because You never know when you'll find like a really random small place that also serves coffee. And I'm just like, all right, cool. I like coffee. Let's find, let's find the little hole in the wall place that only has room enough for a counter that I can buy a coffee and then find some table to sit at and and drink and draw. Um, Nowadays I've visited coffee Clatch, but I'm just like, I don't want to be here because there could be a stranger that doesn't want to wear a mask and I don't know if they trust science and they're gonna be leaning yeah. over my drawing and trying to talk to me with their potentially poisoned
1: breath. Yeah, my stuff hasn't yeah, I haven't drawn at any any coffee house lately. And we usually go in and meet up, get our coffees, and then we go and we walk because it's outside and it's outside and we're outside. So um yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh some of the smaller fun little Quaint places that he used to love going into it's like can we go there like at really 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 off hours <laughs> you know uh, i've been to like a shop called quest a couple times and it's like the world's quickest trip because you know it's 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 a small little place and you end up you know in an aisle with somebody else and you're like nope let's go back the other way nope there's somebody that way Ooh, okay let's wait for somebody to go move dodge yeah Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to find that comfortable spot, Um, but like at the Isle of Magic, just in February, I wore a mask, my daughter wore a mask, my husband wore a mask, it's just, uh, we're not quite there yet, but that's okay, Um, you know, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm still not right there.
0: (laughs) I have a show coming up, Midsummer Scream, Uh, that will be in July, so coming up is, it's still a distance away. Um, but I'm planning on getting one of those full face masks and I want to put a skull over it. Like there you it'll go. be like a sunglass mask and then skull and I think that that would be good and I've done uh, the Labyrinth show, the Masquerade show in LA and I think that the skull would also do well there so I think that's what I'm going to do to feel safer around strangers.
1: <laughs> there you go. So so if, if and when I go to Midsummer and i'm out by by uh, the kids area and i notice somebody that happens to have a sharpie and is drawing just like you i know it's you behind that mask
0: yeah it'll be it'll be I just a stall. i know that mask man <laughs> <laughs> um i i i love coffee shops uh i feel like the co- i'm i really want to do more coffee shops i think that i might have to take a no you know what? i think i might do i think i might try to do some instagram sunday thing to invite any artist to draw and drink coffee. That might be a thing I do. We're recording this on a Sunday, so we can't do it today, yeah. <laughs> but maybe. Hmm.
1: Well, technically, maybe. we both had <laughs> our own, so we've both been drinking together. So. We've
0: been drinking coffee. That's true. That is true. Um, What words of wisdom would you give to any aspiring artist?
1: Uh, don't let your materials go and price you out of making. Uh, get absolutely anything. I mean, I love it when you go and you break out your ballpoint pen and just go to town. I mean, why not? Um, there's people I know that go and use, uh, highlighters like a ninja. And I'm like, you go for it. Um, literally I've got one of the Asian, uh, you know, uh, little, uh, stationery store, uh, cheap little, little mechanical pencils. I've got my Sharpies. And then this is literally Michael's brand, uh, watercolor markers, you know, don't when you start going and, and thinking that you have to have these materials to go and actually make serious art, then you get in your head and then you don't want to go and try and experiment and get goofy or, or, you know, do something out of your, your comfort zone because now these, these things are so precious and you only have so met, so much resources and then you just don't want to go and do it. I mean, I love it when, you know, when some of the people have, have come in person to go and see me go and do some of my, my life drawings it's like, come on, just let's get out here. You know, they think it's kind of crazy when I go and I give them, you know, that plain old, you know, number two pencil, dude, that's all you need. That's all you need. Just get that. And, and here's some, some uh, paper and just start, start drawing. Um, when, when people just let that go and, and limit them that they don't have you know, this set and that set. And I've tried, I've tried, and I've used all these other, you know, more expensive uh, materials. I like the cheaper stuff better. You know, it, it lets, gets me where I want to go and I enjoy it. And some things I do get, and I use that are more expensive, you know, like my little white pencil, although that is the higher end, but it's not so much that I go, well, you know, I've spent, you know, $200 on, 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 uh, all my equipment. And, and if I don't, You know, if I if I don't go and make, you know, something very important, you know, it's been time not spent well. So, yeah, just get out there and and just don't let that your materials go and and limit you when you do that. It's sad. You know, just make art. Just just get out there and just do it. Um, There's no reason to go and let like materials be a gatekeeper for you or people. Just get out there and just do it.